as you guys soak in the view of this sun uh, glistened sky, you hear the door open behind you. Lieutenant Alvarez stands there with a data pad wrapped under her arm. Excuse me, don't mean to interrupt. Oh, how's it going, Lieutenant? It's going well. Um, just heard from the captain and General Fawn uh, wishes to speak to you all. Well, best not to keep her waiting. Right. Um, Ezrin, I think now would probably be the best time to go over that plan with her that we've been discussing. Yes, of course. All right. Uh, we'll fill in the rest of you guys on the way. You guys make your way down to the command room. Uh, none of you guys have seen this room before. It's multi-leveled. Uh, imagine something that is like the command room in Battlestar Galactica for the Galactica, but just bigger, essentially. You've got large monitor panels uh, along the side of the walls with a stairway that leads down to a command desk that like a command table, essentially, that is down on the main floor. And as you arrive, Captain Miles and General Fawn are standing on opposite sides of the table, sort of looking over a map of what the battlefield is going to be. Ah, good. Glad that you all could make it, General Fawn says as she acknowledges you. I've heard from your captain that there have, you all have been responsible for coming up with a plan for how to take down this monster. Well, mostly Ezrin's been responsible for it. I could not uh, have come up with a wonderful plan without uh, Lieutenant Alvarez here. She sort of nods her head in acknowledgement. All right, well, let's hear it. We've had some immediate preparations made. I imagine Lieutenant Decker has gone over those details with you all. Yep, the tunnels. Yes, indeed. Now, what did you all have in mind? For the plan that we have currently, we have a large number of air forces and a well, a decent number of air forces and a large number of mechs currently. Um, and we can utilize these to our advantage, and your tunnels are going to make it a lot easier. Right. So first, the plan uh, should start out with... Uh, do we have like a uh, display of the area or anything of the sort? Yes. Uh, the hollow map projects from the table below. Current projections have Mjolnir approaching from the south, direct south, which means that our preparations have not gone in vain. It'll be right where we want it to be. Good. Um, so, uh, from these tunnels here, here, and here, I'm guessing, uh, we should be able to get forces really close to uh, Mjolnir before they even know we're here. We're there. We, we spring an attack and draw fire away from uh, and draw fire. When the withdraw withdrawing fire and the uh, potential a with the intent of either distracting or destroying. Uh, the ground forces and their uh, point defense, ter uh, point defense that will give an opening for our air force to take out the defenses that are on top of uh, Mjolnir. You mean the Misorax? Yes. All right, then. So that covers the first part of the plan. Mm-hmm. And Decker has uh, informed me that you, ha uh, that you have these very interesting grapple mechanisms. Uh, attached to mechs. Yes, indeed. I believe that we might be able to use those to immobilize it if we get enough of them in. Alright, so we destroy its point defenses and its surrounding force, and then try to immobilize it. But what comes next? How do we plan on destroying it? Once we have it grappled, General, Avarez steps in. 
That is when phase two of the operation kicks in. The Air Force would already have damaged some of the components of, on the top layer of Mjolnir. And we've had some preparations come into play for the second part of the operation. As if on cue, the door opens and Vasily and Terra uh, slowly make their way in with some form of uh, trolley that they have. Of course, they brought the bomb to the command center. Why wouldn't they bring the <laughs> bomb to necessary. the command center? This wasn't necessary. You could take a picture. <laughs> Silly, why the hell do they have to bring it here? Because it's very important. They need to know how it works. It's my genius here that I'm trying to display. I'll get a fucking promotion for this. He says as he lifts up this heavy-ass bomb and then tush, and slams it onto the table. Ezrin, uh, like, visibly, uh, like, shakes slightly from that in nervousness, because, yeah. like, he's like, are you sure you should be doing that? Fuck. Huh? Vasily, what, what? Duro just has his, his hand in his face. What is this, Vasily? <laughs> this right here is a one-way ticket inside that fucking beast of yours. One-way? It better be two-way. <laughs> It'll be a round trip. It's a, it's a figure speech, I'm sure. <laughs> Just let the man talk. Let him tell us what, what this is. General, meet Sasha. All-purpose bunker penetrating bum. Now. It's not a perfect acronym, but it'll do. <laughs> I call it Sasha because it's my fucking baby. Look at it! It is beautiful! General Fawn just sort of has a disgust look on her face like, Captain, what is this man doing in my command chamber? I'm wondering that myself, General. No, no, no just, just wait, just listen to me, okay? This right here has enough explosive power along with these lasers along the sides in order to punch a perfect hole into the top of that beast. From there... Marines, who, have, who will be planting this bomb, will be able to hop inside the actual chassis itself and do whatever the fuck they want inside. <clears throat> that being, Alvarez picks up, making their way towards the gravity generator on the top, uh, at the top of Mjolnir. Once they're there, they'll be able to plant explosive charges, and once those charges are detonated, its gravity-assisted mobility will be non-existent. So it just sinks into the dirt. Hopefully. Or at least it will severely disable it and prevent it from being able to move. From there, we should be able to work as we can to destroy it. Okay. And how do we plan on getting these marines on top of Mjolnir? Jetpacks! I have you to thank for this. Uh, Facility points towards Elise. Rodney and I have been working on making more of those jetpacks ever since you pointed that out. How the fuck do we only have three jetpacks, Captain? Oh, sorry. Captain, he he says like a salute, as in like to be polite after <laughs> insulting him. Um, uh, with that, there's a uh, heavy slugging sound as Tara just slams her fist into his arm. Ow! <laughs> I suppose that would be discipline enough, Captain Miles says. You two are dismissed. Thank you, sir. Tara salutes and just drags Vasily out 
But, but wait, I want to go into more details about the specs. This thing is awesome. How many jetpacks, Vasily? About 35. Perfect. <laughs> Ezrin just looks at the bomb, uh, and then it goes, well, that solves one problem. Would destruction or incapacitation be more effective for a target of this size? Well, the problem is that it's so massive, it's sort of a problem of where to begin where it's destruction. Uh, we could possibly set explosives within its engine room, but it seems like a large part of their security is focused around there, which is why the grav generator seemed to be the more prime target. If we disable it, it's it's still a fortress, but we could probably win a siege, and we've got the schematics for this thing, but we don't know everything about how it works. It, it would be kind of foolish to just blow it up. So how do we plan on capturing it, then? Well, once it's in place, this isn't exactly my department, but once it's in place, we would probably have to either get the personnel to surrender or get rid of them. Ezrin kind of smirks at that. They won't surrender. If they're, Va they're Martians, they're not going to surrender. I mean, we got a Martian who surrendered. Yes, at an extreme extenuating circumstance. If they have the numbers, if they have the if they have the know-how, they know the layout of that thing inside and out. It's going to be very hard to uh, break the morale enough to uh, make them surrender. It is pretty massive as a structure. There'd be a lot of places for our personnel to hide. It, quite frankly, it could take hours to try to clear the whole thing out. Might I suggest a second hole? Where exactly? That thing has to get personnel on and off somehow. The Marines might be able to find... Uh, uh, looking at the schematics, where would uh, access ports be? Um, based on its design, you would assume that whenever it has to slow for maintenance, it would basically lower its main chassis down to the ground. If we get it down to the ground, we might be able to uh, open up some of the access ports and get more personnel on board. That might be a job for the EU forces we managed to pick up. They have plenty of ground personnel. Mm -hmm. Give them armor, give them weapons. I'm sure they'll be very effective. We don't need to capture each and every crew member on board. If we can... If the captain of the vessel surrenders, everyone else should follow suit. If we've disabled their mobility, they're defenseless. They can either surrender or they can all die, eventually. It is the responsibility of the captain at that point to determine whether the lives of their men are worth that risk. We haven't been able to determine the captain of the vessel, but we do know that General Strauss is on board. He's on board. He's on board himself. He seems to be the type who wants to lead from the front line. At least that's what we've been able to gather from the combat reports we received on Mabia. What do we know about General Strauss? Uh, we know he has no problems ordering destruction of civilian aircraft. Yeah. From what we've been able to gather, it seems that he was a low-level official part of Chancellor Metternich's personal guard when he was first coming to power. Apparently, he managed to impress the Chancellor enough that he earned a promotion within the officer ranks of the Martian forces. 
since then he's been sort of an indispensable man. I don't imagine a man who has no qualms uh, doing war crimes is going to be very gracious in defeat. True. I have a fear that he's going to destroy Mjolnir before he lets us take it. In that case, either there would be a mechanism through which to aid its destruction, or they would have to trigger a manual meltdown of the reactors. That certainly wouldn't be easy. If we can take control of the engines, or whatever mechanisms by which they engage the self-destruct, we can prevent that. Now, if there is a self-destruct, we do not know exactly how it works. Because uh, if you can believe it, they didn't write that down. <laughs> Looking at the structure, are there hard points that explosives could uh, destroy the uh, structure? Uh, or would it require a much larger and heavier explosive? Well, one thing that you do know is that there's certainly a lot of energy that's stored within the thing. Uh, particularly mm -hmm. energy that's used to power its main beam cannon. So if there was going to be a center point of destruction, it'd be around that energy source, which, of course, would you assume would be the engine. Once that was destroyed, you'd imagine almost anything explosive of any type would almost go up in flames instantly. Any ammunition, munitions, anything. I don't think they would risk uh, having a series of explosives throughout the entire thing just in case it got ever got hit. Yeah, they might very well not have a way to blow it up uh, just built in. They might just not have one. Or they might have, uh, or they might just rely on the reactor overloading. Because that will cause a sizable enough explosion not only to take it out, or mo uh, destroy most of it, but also the uh, surrounding area, taking out uh, enemy forces with it. Yeah, so we should control, try to gain control of the engine room. It'd be the hardest place to fight for, but... If we can get through one of the side ports we, and uh, flood that area, we can take it, while the marines that took out the grav generator can uh, focus on the command post. It'll be quicker for them to get there, and if the gr other ground forces can take the engine room, we'd be a lot, we'd be a, a lot more set. And if we can get... Well, we'd need to get people trained in, te in tech to be able to shut it down. Would they not divert security forces to defend the command post if there was a breach towards the gravity generator? Their forces would definitely be split, but I don't think they would send all of them. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, before the fight they even have security forces spread out uh, across the vessel just, just in case. How many crew could a vessel like that support long term? Uh, what was the crew numbers that we got? Basically, Wu's thinking is like, yeah, they're going to have a security force, but there is no way that it's going to outweigh a contingent of breaching Marines. Um, you estimate that Mjolnir's crew complement is probably about 500 plus. Of... Oh, this is way bigger than I thought it was. Well, I mean, even even ships at moderate size, like in today's navies, carry crews that are about three to 500. I was I was not thinking it was on the size. I was thinking size of a building, not the size of size of a battleship. Yeah. No, Mjolnir's wicked huge. Which is why I believe uh taking out that grav generator, this thing will sink into the dirt. Because we had tanks a tenth of that thing's size and they started sinking in concrete. 
Uh, of that 500 plus crew, you're probably assuming that about 80 of them would be Marines. And the rest of them would be at least lightly combat trained. Right. Which, if anything my dad has said is to go on, it's fucking piss poor minimal at best. My dad was former Navy. But okay, so if, if we can get like two or three compliments of preachers in there... Like, that should at least distract the security forces immensely. Yes, uh, attacking multiple points, uh, the security forces would definitely get distracted initially with the um, insertion at the grab generator. Um, I expect some resistance already there, but I don't expect all of it, or even uh, an overwhelming force. I would surmise that they would most likely be spaced around so uh, for a quick response. Well, they're Goliath. They don't expect a small rock to take it down. All right. So it sounds like we have a plan, then. Which is, once we've breached and taken out the grab generator, have ground forces that are available infiltrate from under underneath it and try to secure both the engines and the command bridge. Is that right? Sounds about right to me. Yes. All right, then. Now get preparations underway. You all make sure that you get some rest. Understood? Oh, um... Yes, General. Real quick, General. Yes? Do we have any uh, mobile communication systems? Uh, something that can increase uh, communications uh, just in case people get into it and interference from all the metal makes it difficult. If we can get a more powerful mobile uh, communication system nearby, we might be able to stay in full contact with uh, everyone inside just in case something goes wrong. I'll get my engineers on it and make sure the Marines are equipped with it. I appreciate it. Um, just in case if a self-destruct is activated, I don't expect loud buzzers and alarms to go off warning everyone. That would be... Well, I don't expect, I, I don't expect uh, a vessel to warn uh, invaders that it's about to explode. <laughs> right. All right. We'll get preparations underway then. Sorry, could someone get this thing off my table, please? <laughs> Silly! You, you two strong people with your body it. of yeah. eight. <laughs> you will lift Who's like, okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know where to put it. Hopefully it comes and picks it up eventually. Oh, you guys had a trolley. He, he brought in a trolley. Okay, true. Oh, yeah. It's oh, you also what? have eight. I don't. Well, you're not super buff. I'm sorry. It's it's not my fault. I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be strong. I just need to be fast. All right. No, no, no. Well, you need to be both strong and fast. Shit. My one weakness: someone who has both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Uh, after the, the meeting is over, is there any last thing that you guys want to do for the coming sun tomorrow? Hmm. I don't know. Sleep. sleep. We should definitely sleep. True. Sleep is nice. Yep. I kind of was hoping for the interaction between Decker and the, uh, and the newscaster or the reporter. Mm. Oh yes, 
And also my character, because my character has been avoiding her like the plague this entire time. Because last time I saw her, I told her off. I mean, you did rescue her from a military prison. Yeah, I told her uh, incompetent and inept in her job if she uh, arrived late, and so I didn't. De- she didn't deserve any information. All right, so what she has to do is she has to turn that around and, and say that you were late in rescuing her. Ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I guess I have an idea for that. Should we be like like we've got in the quartermaster? The quartermaster has slipped us some hidden booze, and we're like having a drink before, you know, a, pre- a preemptive wake in case we all die tomorrow, and then the reporter shows up. It's like a, a small, uh, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, uh, Ezra wouldn't do hard alcohol, but I would definitely do a beer, just one. Some of the, uh, it could be some of the beers that, uh, Baberhall got, or Jaeger, whoever Jaeger. got those. It was Jaeger. <laughs> He's like, we're the EU, of course we have beer. <laughs> Uh, I could see that. So, like, you guys are, like, out on the tarmac, essentially, the base, like, sitting around maybe, like, a campfire or something, having a cold one. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, uh, what kind of, uh, what kind of uh, fire do we want to set up? Do we want to set up a proper bonfire, or do we want to have a dump, uh, or do we want to have a, uh, uh, drum fire? I mean, it'd probably be, like, a camping stove. Okay, yeah. Because we are on a base. That's fair. They probably wouldn't appreciate actual fires on their tarmac. Yeah, probably not. Fair. So we have a we have a holographic somewhere. projection of a fire. <laughs> wow, we, that's the uh, log two thousand. Yeah, it, it's one of those tech. digital like fake fireplaces for Christmas. Oh no! It was it was back in the stock room for when they desperately try to you know jolly this place up in the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> God, this place would be <laughs> terrible to live on during the holidays. Right? Just, it's underground all the time. You barely get to go outside. Tis the season. All right, so you guys are sitting around this uh, this stove fire, essentially, that uh, is portable and can be easily set up for warmth at night. Just sitting back and relaxing, knowing the hard struggle is going to come the following day. What do you think? Decent plan? Or, um... Well, it's it's decent by virtue of it being the only plan. True. Yeah, that's, that's fair. What else can you compare it to, right? I was... Not attacking oh. it, I guess, is the only other plan. Not a good plan. So compared to that, hey, it's an awesome plan. We decided a long time ago that we weren't just going to leave. So True. it's about the only plan we got. There's a number of things that could go wrong, but I think we have enough forces and enough uh, wherewithal to weather any uh, weather counterattacks. Well, I'll be up in the air, so. If we need further support from you and the uh, and your pilots, we'll shout. We'll shout up to you. I'm sure you will. Seems to be a merry camp you have here. You hear a voice off on the side. Ezrin oh, shit. looks over. Who is it? It's I Cynthia. Know I know that voice. As she sort of pulls aside her hair and moves up. Mind if I join? Oh, that's right. Hey. Decker, we rescued your girlfriend. Hi. So. 
You're welcome. He is not my boyfriend. (laughs) It's Cynthia. Cynthia, right, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Ezrin uh, sees her, recognizes her, puts his head down, uh, looking at his beer. So, uh, rescued by the the guy you got uh, captured. Wow, that's quite the uh, story. It is quite embarrassing, and I'd rather not get into it, in all honesty. Oh, what? That sounds like a great scoop. Uh, I suppose I'll be writing a piece about it eventually. But that's not exactly what I'm here for. It seems, as the wind whispers, that you all are the talk of the town, she says as she cracks open the beer. Wu, who's been kind of, like, uncomfortably sitting off to the side because... He's not really used to this exact sort of thing. Camaraderie. Uh, com- camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, thing! <laughs> uh, is, is kind of giving her a look like he's not sure why she's here at all. Well, well no, you haven't sure met her yet, here. have you? Oh, no. But he, he's, he's looking at her and is like, she's not wearing a uniform. There's no way you're part of the military. Uh, yeah, no, that, that aura is clearly given off with uh, this, I guess, I guess I never really described her attire. She wears like a sort of darkish yellow, like raincoat slash jacket, uh, not not raincoat, like sports jacket, I think almost it would be more fitting to, like a, to like her a, attire. Like a windbreaker? Like Lois Lane. Almost, yeah. Uh, with like <laughs> a pair of jeans that are light blue uh, and... I guess let's go with like a a red shirt essentially button up. So she 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 looks professional, but like uh it's clear that she has not had a chance to really uh tend to her looks, you know, being in a prison camp and all. She probably only has like one or two changes of clothes if that. So I I guess Wu looks at her and is like Excuse me, who are you? Ah, yes. Sorry, I guess I haven't met you before. Uh, Cynthia. Cynthia Williams. I'm a journalist. Not with the USN. Uh, technically I was with, uh, ONI beforehand, but I have not really had contact with them, (laughs) and I've been freelancing for them, so who knows where the state of my existence in their eyes has been. I'm afraid that this is a restricted area. Uh, please allow me to expect Escort you back to the civilian areas. It's going to be like that then, huh? Is that anybody going to stop? <laughs> Nobody's going to Oh, okay. uh, oh, I mean... Wait a second. I mean... As she says, looking around. It's not as if Lulee's is going to stop him. As far as I can tell, there is no civilian areas around here. Yeah, she's got a bit of a point, Wu. She just... Cynthia, how did you mess up bad enough to end up in a military prison? They found my notebook and thought I was a spy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I I was covering a story about Dusan military buildup, as well as covering the training exercise itself. It was sort of a, a side hustle, I guess you would say. They assumed that I was trying to get a scoop on what their actual military strength was. Maybe I had some sort of foreign boss. Who knows? They interrogated me about two or three times. Uh, and still, probably to this point, still think I'm a spy. 
this probably hasn't helped since you rescued me and all. Well, look, just don't just don't get caught again. Yeah, I'm just lucky I didn't get executed, I guess. You know. Is that what they do nowadays still? They still execute spies? Well, we're gonna we're gonna do this is a different area. Um we don't have anywhere to put her. Like obviously we're not gonna tell her about, you know, any mission details or anything, but what what are we gonna do? He he just looks kind of uncomfortable and sits back down. Like I sh- I don't know, trying to do the right thing. This no, I get it. I get what you're saying. What are we gonna do? Like dump her off military grounds in the fucking wild? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. That's Lily's. That, come on. That that sounds more like hazing to me than something that we ought to do. Okay, true. She just sort of kind of rolls her eyes and sips her beer. Uh, well, we're not have... the only mobile pilots here anymore, so I imagine we're a little bit, you know, less interesting on average. Oh, but uh, quite the contrary. You see, I've had a chance to talk to some of the other mobile pilots, and all their conversation seems to revolve back around to you all. <sighs> See, that's what I mean when they say you're the talk of the town. You've had a lot to do with building up the defenses here. And there's going to be a story about it, no matter which way the battle goes. Hmm. I guess I just wanted to make sure I got a piece of that story. Well, make sure you get my good side. I request that you direct all questions to our superior officer. <laughs> God, this guy no, you is don't, good. You don't... We'll... You don't have a superior officer right now. That makes it more difficult for them, I suppose. <laughs> God, That's her problem, really not good. my problem. I suppose I'll just have to leave my questions for you at that, then. Pretty typical of Chinese military, I guess. What did, what did you want to ask? Just simply how you all got here. How'd you all end up working together, this international force of brave and courageous heroes? You were pretty much there when it happened. Oh, I was off somewhere else. I got caught in the first two hours of the invasion. Everything else has just been a blur. I had barely even heard anything until I got here. But you saw us together in that car, and we've we've been together since then. (laughs) <laughs> we went out for drinks on our shore leave we came out from a nice little bar to see the sky falling and then we had to fight our way through our own base that the where the Dusan had turned on us desperately getting to our mechs and <sighs> getting onto the bastion and then we've just been rolling with the Bastion ever since. Communication's still down, mostly. So we don't have our normal units to be a part of, so we're here. And someone's got to do something about Mjolnir. Fighting together by circumstance. Still performing admirably. Has a good ring to it. The Motley crew has done very well together. I see. You know, things would get hairy, but we came out on top. 
We got a uh, spirit. That's what we have. Frankly, on on the bastion, we don't have much else. But you know, and a very tanky centaur. Yeah, I mean the diplomat's old, but it's uh very tough. It can take a lot of hits. Well, that'll happen when you have redundant systems, like legs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what happened. I'd... Maybe when this is all declassified, we can give you the details, but that's the short version. I see. Well, I think that's enough for now, at least. I have nowhere else which I'll be going to anytime soon, so... Well, true. How would you get out of here? If there was a way out of here, I would have taken it. Come on, Lilise. <laughs> Come on. I, I mean, you know, you're stuck I mean, in there it was now. A way, there was a way out and you didn't take it. I mean, kind of true. Kind of true. Oh, tomorrow we'll be flying again with the uh, Japanese, co- uh, Japanese Air Force. I will be. It'll be good to be amongst other aircraft for once. Well, look out for them. They're a lot uh, a lot more fragile than yours. True. And I'm pretty fragile. Well, you know, had to uh, machine a lot of new wings for this guy, so... <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to have to get a, a, a record on that from uh, Terra. Silly, <laughs> how many wings have you replaced? Many wings. Oh my god, Tara, have you guys been nice to her? Like, yes. Like, you know, fairly minimal, complete system repairs. Uh, Listen, <laughs> Ezrin, Ezrin's head just drops a little, and he's like, um, right. What happened to the? What happened to your bot, buddy? Uh, Ezrin holds up the light cast that's still on his arm. Oh. Oh yeah. Um, this was a lot worse. Oh boy. Boy, things really go to shit without me around, huh? Well, um, when you don't have a good punching bag, uh, other things get punched. <laughs> Sounds like you've all been going through a lot of difficulties. Oh yes. I mean, it's a war. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But hey, um, oh, Decca, you didn't, uh, uh, you didn't encounter the Black Stars, did you? The what? The Black Stars, a group of, uh... These fucking cowboy mech pilots from Mars (laughs) came down. They kicked our asses once, but we got them the second time. Oh my lord, I couldn't believe just how ridiculous they were. And they even, they broadcast a lot of the communications on wideband. So everyone could hear them. I don't understand what the point of that was. I guess they're trying to, like, scare us or something. I mean, they were scary. It was was psychological warfare. Well, no. Just stares at the reporter in our midst. We, uh... Anyway, anyway, anyway. She just simply smiles back at you. We, uh... We probably... 
should probably turn in, right? Sooner than later, I suppose. I didn't get too much sleep last night. Or last morning. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Travis, what time do we know uh, Mjolnir getting uh, within our attack uh, area? Probably about 7 a.m. All right, yep, I'm going to bed early. All right, then. Sounds like... Sounds like you all need your rest, as she says, standing up. I imagine... I believe that we'll have plenty of time to talk tomorrow. Or later on, when this is all over. He was hoping. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Oh, it's no problem. Just, you know, next time you plan on a rescue, could you try to be more punctual with it? Uh, well, we didn't plan on rescuing you. <laughs> Damn. Uh, nagged. Damn. <laughs> she tried Damn. some cool shit, and then you were just like, uh-uh. Smackdown. With that, yeah, we were there for someone else. <laughs> with that, she smiles like... a little bit, and then sort of just flips her hair as she turns around and walks off. Man, journalists just don't quit, huh? I mean, I guess that's their their deal. I guess so. So I know that you and the and what was her name Cynthia 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 uh, have a history together. But what? Oh, oh, she was just some reporter who uh, really wanted to get the the super inside scoop on everything that I had done uh, at the uh, you know down in Columbia. Um. She was just a little, I don't know, zealous in trying to trying to get a hold of me. You know, showed up to the family house, that kind of shit. Real weird, but, Ooh. you know. Stalker. Jur- journalism, right? Some aggressive reporting. I guess when you get paid to stalk people, it's journalism. <laughs> I think that's paparazzi, which maybe at the time for her was not far off. Hmm. Well, she's definitely not doing that now. Yeah, now she's a war correspondent, technically. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty badass. That's a way cooler thing to put on a resume. But so, no, mm-hmm. that's just my thing with her. And I just, you know, press can be kind of overwhelming. Ezrin just looks down and just starts uh, taking longer drinks uh, of his beer to finish it up quicker. Not that I was there, but it did take him like an hour to drink one the other time. Yeah, the first time it did take him a long time. Duro's going to finish off his beer, uh, drop the bottle or can or whatever into the nearest recycling receptacle. This is a response. All right, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn in. Ugh. Good luck tomorrow. Well, we'll see you on the field. Well, we'll see you before the fight. Hopefully. Hopefully we get a chance. Well, if you want to see me, just look to the skies, but not for too long, because you could get shot. <laughs> so, those are, better keep your eyes front. Those are comforting As- words, Lilies. Thank you. <laughs> Ezra ju- just chuckles. He's like, with my senses, I don't even have to look up. <laughs> I've my, my eyes are so good, I don't even have to look at you. <laughs> All right. Uh as you all head to bed and prepare yourself for the coming storm, you rest upon awaking 
in a bit of knowing silence, you move towards your mechs, boarding them and heading towards your designated locations. You prepare yourself for the coming battle. The hours tick by in your stations. The sun begins to crest upon the horizon. In the command center, where General Fawn is stationed, a subordinate on the far side wall shouts out, General! Enemy sighted! She simply nods as our camera then focuses out upon a hazy horizon. Njornor's massive form slowly making its way towards Mount Tagano. And it shifts inside. General Strauss sitting in his chair. Martians! It's time we finish this fight.